0: now listening to chris spiracy chris x matt we question everything break the matrix we are the ones they fear if we don't make the change it's never gonna change yo 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 what's up my people welcome to another episode of chris spiracy i am your host chris x matt and i told you guys we're gonna get spooky this month it's my birthday month um so i have guests lined up all week for you guys i started off last week with uh, episode 13 with maya we talked about demons talked about the occult we talked about you know just dark energies and politics and covid and we tied it all in together and um yeah, this month is really, you know, it's getting crazy. It's getting, um, it's getting spooky in a, in a way. And uh, the closer we get to election, is is gonna get more interesting. I believe so. And man, I don't know about going back to normal. I don't know about any of that. You know, maybe who knows. Um, but this episode, this episode today, I have another guest lined up for you guys. And we're still gonna stay in the in the realm of spookiness because. All this food that we consume, all this candy you know, Halloween's coming up and people are eating candy, all this sugar, all this all this craziness that we're putting into our bodies that's not good for our bodies. Um and it's on purpose too, you know, these these it's promoted on a mainstream level on purpose. And I wanna scare you guys in a certain way and let you guys know what's in a lot of these foods. I want you I want you guys to uh be aware or just be cautious of detoxing your body. Be cautious of what you're putting into your body, be cautious of, you know, just a lot of things, you know, a lot of people they get brainwashed, they start eating, they start uh, taking protein shakes that aren't the best for you, they start taking supplements that aren't the best for you, and it's all just a money grab. So today on Chris Bircy, I found a guest that I came across on the 10 Hat Podcast, and this guest actually um, was the reason that I changed my water, um, because I had already known about, uh, you know, Congen water for a good year, and when I listened to that episode, it was just confirmation that I had to make the switch, because um, I knew although the water that I was drinking was not right, I knew that it was it was just, water shouldn't have ingredients, guys. So if you have a water bottle that has ingredients in it, you're not drinking real water. It's in plastic too, so it's not the best. Um, so I was aware of that for a long time, and I felt guilty just drinking any other type of water. And I had friends that would you know that had congen machines, and I would go get water from them. But ultimately, I knew that I had to make that investment. So when I heard um, this guest on tinfoil hat, it really was confirmation for me. Like, okay, I, it's a sign. I took it as a sign. Like I have to, I have to invest into this. And coincidentally, well, I don't believe in coincidences, but the universe just so happened that that same day, my, the person that I was in talks to about getting, um, a a, a machine, he actually did my podcast last season and I had him on there and, um, he hit me up because he wanted the video for his, for his episode. And, um, I just took that even as more confirmation to go and invest into this into this machine because the fact that I listened to this podcast that same day and then later on in the day, you know, I have this guy hitting me up for his episode based around this water. And I just felt like I had him on the phone. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm ready. Let's get let's do it. And within a week, I have my machine. And a lot of people can't fathom the fact that changing your water can change your life. And it really could. And, I've, I've, you know, I've, I can't go back to, it like, regular water. If I have the option to have my machine and, and, you know, as long as I can have this Kangen water, then I'm not going back to other water. And um, so it's been amazing since, since that, since I've heard this, that guest on the Tenfold Hab podcast. So today on Chris I have the health hero, Tim James himself, from my free chemical body. How you doing today, Tim?
1: Hey, Chris. I'm doing fantastic, brother. Thanks they- for having me on.
0: Thank you so much for agreeing. I was, I was surprised that it was so easy to get you on. <laughs> I was just like, nah, cause you know, I know I, look at people, I look at guests on, on certain podcasts, like nor notoriety. So I'm like, okay, this guy is, you know, he's up there kind of. So I was surprised. I, I appreciate you agreeing to come on my show and just, you know, spreading the knowledge.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm, I really like your audience too, your audience base. You know, you said there's a lot of people in their twenties and stuff like that. And, I I am like I have all this information I've gathered in my life now that I'm forty seven and you know I've went through the whole shit show with my health and almost lost it and brought it back. And today what I'd really like to do is just, you know, share all the stuff that I've learned so that everybody listening doesn't have to go through the same crap that I went through, or if they're already in the middle of it, how to get out of it.
0: Or even just getting to the point of getting ill, you know, like I want people to avoid just that, like avoid going to diabetes cancer you know blood pressure let's avoid all that if we can and i feel like people my age they don't maybe i know they don't care because we've been we've been conditioned to not care but i feel like even when when someone like me is presenting certain information to them um it's just they don't it doesn't do anything so i've gotten to a point where it's like let me just be the example let me just do me and eventually it's working you know some people gravitate towards it and they ask like okay what are you doing what's up and I think that's the way to go. I'm not really like a salesperson type of, you know, individual. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So what you do is you just, you're kind of like me. You, you find something that benefits your life and you just kind of feel like a moral obligation to share it with others. And if somebody wants to listen, great. If they don't, they're just not ready
0: yet. Yes. Um, so where does your story start, Tim?
1: Well, I grew up over in uh, Eastern Oregon on a cattle and hay farm. Um, I hunted and fished a lot. Um, me and my buddy, Sean, um, our motto was if it flies, it dies, it's brown, it's down. I mean, we were just, we were just shooting and killing everything. And, uh, you know, that's what, how we grew up, you know, and we had, you know, between me and the neighbors, we had chickens and cows and ducks and, and geese and, and rabbits and dogs and cats and pigs and goats. I mean, we had it all between the two farms. So I grew up in that lifestyle and it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, um, I enjoyed myself. I, I pretty much grew up on the standard American diet, very heavy on meat, mm. very heavy on meat. And it was a big part of my life. And I thought it was part of being a man um, to eat meat. And I thought you needed it for muscles. I mean, I literally mean, because that's the, you know, your condition that way, you know. Mm -hmm. And had no clue. Um, Like I said, in my my teens and 20s, I was invincible. I played baseball at a high level. Um, I played, you know, when we were 15, our baseball team went to the World Series. We took fifth in the nation, which is pretty good for this little small town of 11,000 people, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that core group of guys, we, um, you know, we just... We were really good, and and um, I enjoyed baseball, and I ended up doing college baseball for four years, and then playing some semi-pro stuff, and and then uh, some wood bat leagues around Portland, Oregon here, Um, and then um, in my late twenties, you know, my I started gaining weight, you know, and um, I got a job, and I got into sales, and I started, and you know, and I started eating. I, I was eating like more food and moving my body less and you know every year I'd gain a couple pounds so right? you
0: you were fit up until your 20s or are you just well, I was average? I was still
1: fit I was still fit but the you know I started gaining weight so I was carrying around more excess fat when I and even though underneath me I still had muscle and I was still working out and you know I was still strong and all that stuff and running and stuff but I, I was gaining weight that's what was happening and um, all of a sudden I wasn't the quickest guy on the basketball court anymore. There's another guy went around me and I was like, wait a minute, maybe I, I got, I'm turning into a meathead here. Cause I really got into lifting weights, um, afterwards so I want to get huge, you know, and it was like, we would, you know, um, I was at the time probably about a hundred and I don't know, 180 pounds. And I was like benching 365 pounds and, and I thought that was really cool. And, you know, deadlifting and squatting all this weight. And, um, but the reality was, is that, um, I had no idea about nutrition. So <clears throat> what was going on inside of me was is that my cells were starving for nutrition. So I'd eat and I'd eat and I'd eat and I'd eat. But I would never satisfy that level of nutrition on a cellular level because it wasn't in the food. Because later on, I found out that 85% of the nutrients in our soil today are gone. They've been farmed out by these mega farms. And they don't know how to re remineralize the soil, whether using rock dust or planting cover crops and allowing you know alfalfa to grow roots down for 200 feet and pull the mi- minerals up and till it in. Or even the best would be permaculture where they just leave the soil alone and, and plant within it to maintain that good soil bacteria and that, mi- that microbiome that's in the soil, which you know is also in our gut. So anyway, so I, <clears throat> I do that, I'm playing baseball and then I, you know, I got married, had some kids, got a house and all of a sudden I got a mortgage and I got expenses and bills and, and stress. Uh, and, um, but I was just kind of going through life, trying to be a good dad, doing all this stuff. And at age 37, I found myself about 38 pounds overweight. Um, I had developed eczema on my skin so that weight gain had led to more problems, right? The nutrient deficiencies had led to more problems and there's more stuff that I'll tell you later. But, um, and then, so my elbows got worse and worse and worse. And then they would start cracking and bleeding and they were bleeding on my shirts and people's couches. And then I had a huge e- a patch of eczema on my left knee. It was like massive and thick and painful. If I bumped a coffee tables. table, it was like somebody stabbed me with an ice pick. Oh, wow. um, and then my gut wasn't working right. I was eating Tums and Roles. I had acid indigestion mm-hmm. like, dude, 24 seven. I was pounding them. I had Tums and Rolls stashed everywhere. I was like an alcoholic with that stuff. I mean, everywhere I could get. Cause you know, I was always like, ugh, it just didn't feel good. And, um, finally it got to the point where I started bleeding rectally and this went on for two years and I didn't tell anybody. Um, uh, I went to the doctor and he said I should get Prilosac, but that sounded weird. So I didn't want to do it because Prilosec sound like a, you know, like a monster movie or something or some alien. I don't know what it was. It just didn't sound right to me. So I just kept doing the Tums and Rolades. I thought that was good. And, uh, finally on a, on a trip, a family trip <laughs> to uh, Northern Peru, I, uh, had to get basically life flighted to a hospital in lima and get an organ removed emergency surgery and i I ruined the entire trip um for my family and um that's when i learned that my poor health didn't affect just me it affected everybody else around me Mm. and uh, but i still didn't know what to do so i come back home and um, a little while later one of the guys on my baseball team clay Mahoy, develops stomach cancer dies at age 40 and leaves three little boys behind from ages 6 to 17. now let me tell you Clay was the best shape out of all of us. He had a six-pack, abs—I mean, eight-pack. He could have been an underwear model, and you know, he got cancer. And now I'm thinking, shit, like, h- how is this possible? You know, it's like he was the healthiest out of all of us. Now I lost my grandma to brain cancer and my right. aunt to skin cancer, and I had another family member with cancer. Um, even my little brother got some skin cancer at the time. And um, but anyway, um, after Calais died. Then a little while later, then one of my best friends, Charles, gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Well, this is supposedly this incurable blood cancer, and I'm just going, "What the hell is going on here?" Charles is 43, and you're not supposed to get cancer in your 40s. You're supposed to be old. You know, you, when you when you die of stuff, you're old, right? And well, this wasn't the case, and um, so I'm freaking out. He tells me this. And he's like, "Hey." will you go with me to this Institute in Florida? They're called the Hippocrates health Institute. And they've been helping people heal themselves for like, you know, 61 years at the time. They're the oldest alternative health Institute in the world. And I was like, yeah, man, whatever you need. But deep down inside, I knew he was pretty much toast because my experience was you get cancer and then you're done. You know, they do the chemos and the surgeries and radiations and stuff like that. But it never, I mean, it was very painful watching my grandma and my aunt and my, um, uh, and Calais go through this. Cal- Calais, by the way, died 80 pounds under his weight on hospice on morphine trips. So mm. imagine this strong man with these. He's a father and he's got these young boys to raise. And all of a sudden he's just gone. Just took his life. So that well, was hard, hard. on all, the whole baseball team and everything. And um, so I went to January 1st, 2011. I got in a plane and uh, on the way to the Hippocrates Health Institute, Charles is like, hey, by the way, I just want to let you know when we get there, there's no meat, no dairy, no salt no sugar, there's nothing cooked over 115 degrees, and no vinegar, and I'm sitting there going, uh, wh- what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to process all this, you know, because I'm like, what? You know, like, "Yeah, What yeah. do you mean? You know, what do you mean there's no meat? That's like, I'm like, I, I kept four freezers full of meat, you know, chuckers and pheasants and deer <laughs> and elk, and we killed everything, and I'm thinking, uh, okay, your buddy's got cancer. They got to have something there. They probably have salads or something, so just... Put, your, put yourself aside, Tim, and just be here for your friend. But deep down, I was like freaked out. And if it wasn't for Charles, there's no way I would have set foot into that place because I thought it was stupid. So we go there. Day one, they put us on fresh, purified water, which you were talking about earlier, pu- clean, purified water. And they put us on these wheatgrass shots and these fresh green juices that had cucumbers and celery in them. And also big, they grew these huge trays of sunflower and pea sprouts. They had this whole greenhouse. And we got like 40, 50 people a week coming into this place from all over the world with all kinds of illnesses, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people there that were worse off than Charles. I mean, they had like stage 4 breast cancer, stage 4 colon cancer, glioblastomas, you know, the brain cancers and all that stuff. And Hashimoto's and Graves' disease and MS and Alzheimer's and dementia and colitis and Crohn's and, you know, all these gut issues. I mean, people have – there's all kinds of problems people are dealing with out there. And they were all coming to that place and um, – it seemed like they're all getting better but i kind of couldn't understand i'm like how could this little podunk place be helping people when they're trying to spend billions raising a cure for cancer how could this possibly be possible it, it flipped my whole uh, but i was there and i saw it and i was talking to the people and i literally went around with a notepad and i'm like trying to like you know debunk this place but all i kept getting back was yeah i healed 3 years ago at this place and i brought a friend back or i'm just coming back to hang out and 80% of the guests returned so our story was this I, I get there, and on day one, my acid indigestion and my reflex was gone. I never Three. experienced it again since then. It's, this has been you know ten years um, coming up on this January. And um, within a few days, though, I was getting night sweats. I was getting irritable. Um, I had a metallic taste on my tongue coming out tongue because all these heavy metals from the fish that I was eating and the stuff you breathe in the air and stuff accumulate in the body. It's called bioaccumulation. I had wow. no idea of this stuff. So they they say you go through what's it called a healing crisis. Now, some people had it worse than me. Some people had rashes breaking out all over their arms, their face. Uh, people had parasites coming out of them. 50% of people, uh, when you're going to the bathroom, when they're doing enemas and stuff, because they taught you how to do enemas and they had you doing colonics, um, uh, you know tapeworms coming out, hookworms, pinworms. Some people's stools were looking, they're covered in white fuzzy stuff. Those were like these little pinworms or whatever coming out. Um, I saw parasites crawling out of people's pores. I saw a parasite crawl out of a lady's eye, what? and why is that? I mean, why? What is going? What the hell is What's going on? on? Well, the standard American diet and stress create a very acidic environment in your body, and they also create a very low oxygen environment. Okay, now the harmful organisms and these harmful pathogens like viruses and bacteria and mold and yeast, like Candida albicans and and fungus and mutagens, cancer, and parasites, they love low oxygen. They love high acid. So what we did by going there is we changed our environment internally. They put us in all these fresh, real-living raw foods, fresh water, fresh sprouts, fresh all this stuff, high alkaline, high oxygen. And by doing that, we changed the internal terrain, and we made that terrain inhospitable for those harmful organisms, and they started exiting the body, and that's the healing crisis. So as your body starts you know, getting rid of all these things and – and getting rid of, rid of all this un, unwanted uh, waste material that's lining the intestinal tract, um, you know, it's not the funnest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So, but when you when it's done after about four or five days, and you get you know sixty percent of that crap out of you, dude, you feel like you're reborn. Like I remember on Thursday, we we got up, we drank our water, we did our wheatgrass shot, we went and worked out, we had our green juices. We did the sauna, we did the hot cold plunge, the mineral pool, and we were walking back to our hacienda. This is in West Palm Beach, Florida, nice little sunny day. And I looked at Charles and I was like, dude, I'm like, I make I'm I'm like my arms are like tingling, tingling with energy. I feel like I gotta go like take on the world. I like I feel like I'm 19 again. I'm like, how do you feel? And he's like, I feel amazing. He goes, I haven't felt this good in years. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna heal this thing. I said I've interviewed all these people. And, you know, and we even met with Dr. Clement, uh, the the director there, and told him, like, well, he's looking at Charles's chart. and He's like, oh, you've got uh, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. That's a mild cancer. Um, You should be fine in a couple years. But your back's against the wall and you have a gun to your head. So you have to adopt this lifestyle rapidly. Otherwise, you're going to die. But if you do, you're going to live well into your 90s and become a grandfather. And, and, And hell, that was a lot better than what we heard up at the hospital up here in Oregon. They were just like, yeah. Well, if it gets bad, we'll hit you with chemo, and that'll knock it back. And then when it comes back the second time, that's pretty much it. So then we'll put you on an experimental drug, and you got to sign a fifty-page document that says if you stub your toe, you'll die. Or if you fall, you know it's stupid. And um, hopefully, we'll find a cure for you before you die.
0: Before you well, went, which, before you ahead. went, before you went to that place, did you think? Did you already believe that cancer could be cured, and certain things could be cured, or you thought? No, you dude.
1: Okay. I, no, I, I was clueless. What I learned when I went there that I was completely clueless on nutrition. I was completely clueless on the medical industry and what was really going on. I was completely clueless on their treatments. I had no clue about natural healing. It, I'd never grown up with it. Nobody even told me about it. I'd spent 37 years of my life and I didn't know shit because, because I'd, I was listening to mainstream media and there's a lot of stuff out there on the books you know, books that people write, like eat five meals a day. And I was, I'd, no. I, I mean, I'd read that <laughs> book and I'd be like, Oh my God. And I'm like, I tell everybody about it because I thought it was the way, you know? Mm-hmm. So this place, not only is it a, is a, healing clinic, but it's a school. They do 40 hours of lectures per week. And ed, re, it's, it's almost like a reeducation camp. Mm. And they show you how that you're not cr- what, what they're doing and what they're teaching is not crazy. They're just teaching you to get all the man-made garbage out of your body and plug your ass back into nature.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're that's
1: trying to And people forget that we are nature.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what we, we are. We're
1: nature. So if you're having issues, go back to nature. Okay, nature's like four billion years old, and Western medicine's been around a couple hundred years. There's yes. no, they can't even hold a candle to them. Okay, it's like a matchstick next to Hiroshima. There's just like it's the the power of nature is so, so much more involved and intricate. We don't we can't even comp, we can't even comprehend it. Like the power of just the sun sunshine. Oh how yeah. heal mm-hmm. them. The power of fresh air, fresh water, clean food—you know these types of things. Moving your body. So we 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 do this thing, and um, this guy—and I got to tell you guys this too, because this is important. Uh, when the first class was called internal awareness, and for three and a half hours, this doctor comes out and he's trying to convince us to do colon hydrotherapy or a colonic. Now, for those of you listening, you're probably like, "Oh, I see you're drinking some congon water. Good yes, job." Yes, sir this is where you set on a tube rectally and water goes in and out of your colon and it cleans you out. All right. Very gently. Mm-hmm. Now when he first proposed that. I, I I remember literally elbowing Charles and saying, look, dude, I came here to help you, but I am not doing that. And after three and a half hours of this lecture and him showing you pictures of a healthy colon, like they had pictures where things went inside and looked and all these diseased colons, somebody with cancer, somebody with diverticulitis, you know, you know, case study, this girl's 28. She's got Crohn's disease and, and she's also got allergies and you look at her colon on the inside it's disgusting you know somebody with parasites and the worms are crawling around in their colon and and then a 60 year old eight year old male with colon cancer and his colon's terrible or a 42 year old female with um uh, uh you know diverticulosis or something like that and she's also got you know fibromyalgia and it's just yellow and green and nasty and and then they show you a picture of somebody's colon that's healthy, and it's nice and clean and, and red, and you can see the lining, and it just looks good, you know? And by the end of that deal, I was the first person signed up. So what the re- bottom line is, is that by not drinking enough water and all this pollution we're exposed to today, your colon gets dried up and waste matter accumulates, and it turns into a storage tank instead of a, 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 an evacuation unit, which is what it should be. It should, it's just a place to release and get rid of stuff. Take, take, take the remaining amount of moisture out of, um, out of the, um, the food you ate for your body and then maybe a, a few nutrients, and out it goes. But it starts impacting. It's like paint on a wall, layer and layer after paint, 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 and before I like it gets thick. The average person, Chris, is carrying around about 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaques lining the small and large intestine. It's terrible, right? It's nasty, and it it houses all these harmful organisms, the viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, mutagens, cancer, all this stuff. So I go in there. They weigh me. I do the colon hydrotherapy session with this lady. She basically puts a tube in my butt. Water goes in and out for an hour. I see all this stuff coming (laughs) out, and I go get weighed again, and I lost 10 pounds in 50 minutes. 10 pounds... Just like the doctor said, he looked at me and said, Tim, you got 10 pounds of crap in a five-pound bag, and you need to get it out if you ever want to live a long, healthy life and not have to worry about getting sick. And I was like, I'm getting that shit out of there. (laughs) So I've done multiple colon hydrotherapy sessions since then, and I always teach people, always get two of them back-to-back, get one on day one and one on day two, because after you clean the colon out the first day – the liver and the gallbladder are going to recognize that it's clean, and they're going to be like, "Woohoo! Let's get rid of some toxins!" And they will flush and dump toxins. Those toxins will go down into um, your colon and set there. And um, you have this thing called the hepatic vein, and they'll go. The toxins can go back up the hepatic vein and back into the liver and recir- recirculate. So that's where people get these like, you know, healing crisis or detox symptoms where they don't feel good because the body's getting rid of stuff and it's still recirculating. So that's why it's important to go in day two sweep it out again and you'll you'll cut your detox symptoms in about half it's a very smart thing to do now if you have other issues talk to your colon hydrotherapist maybe you need three or four or five or ten sessions but you know at least two back to back on day one and day two and um that's that's what we've seen that's worked really well and again i'm not a doctor don't claim to be i'm just a redneck farmer that um had a lot of health issues and i learned how to heal myself and and i've turned it into a lifestyle and i i've, I've and a business, and I've been able to walk away from being a financial advisor to do this, to do this work.
0: Amazing. Well, earlier you said when you when you when you went to the um to the healing center, and then they told you the, I mean was it the funeral you said well, there wasn't gonna be no meat, no no salt, no sugar, no dairy products. Yeah, product. at the institute. It's crazy. You said that you're like, what? No meat? And it's crazy because people really believe that if you don't eat meat, you can't eat nothing. And it's like it. it I don't like when they when they find out I don't eat meat. Well, what do you eat then? Uh, everything else. <laughs> There's so yeah. much other stuff to eat, so much other plant based, oh. you know, options. Or not even Yeah,
1: so let, let, let me just explain some things about nutrition that I, I had no clue about this stuff back then. So the reality is is that that, that the closer your food source is to the sun, the healthier you're gonna be. So what does that mean? Well, in the Serengeti, what happens? The rains come out, the sun comes out, and then all the fresh tinder comes, then all these animals come in. I had the same question to Dr. Clement. I'm like, how the hell am I gonna get muscle on my body for if I don't eat meat? And I'm, I'm serious, I'm freaked out here. And he said, he just he sits back and he's like, oh. He's like laughing, he's probably heard that question like a bazillion times, yeah. you know, I could tell. He's like, well, he goes, Tim, you know, you probably wanna have about 100, 165 pounds of lean muscle on your body based on your size. He-, he, goes, um, he goes, well, what about this? He's like, what about a hippopotamus? What about a rhino? Gorilla. What about an elephant? What about a zebra? He starts naming all these big creatures. What about a gorilla? He goes, some of the biggest creatures on Earth, they have tons of muscle. And what are they eating? He said they're eating plants. He said the closer your food source is to the sun, the the healthier you're going to be, and that's where all the protein is. Most people don't understand that. They they taught us this in second grade. It's called photosynthesis. Mm -hmm. So you have a leaf of a plant. The sun hits it and you've got water in there and the, the plants connected to soil for all the minerals and stuff that builds the structure. And inside that plant, that photosynthesis takes place. That's where the proteins are manufactured. That's where the fatty acids are manufactured. It's all in the plant. Now when you eat that plant or juice it, like we do, we're doing both. Like if you juice it, it's already pre-digested. You don't have to and you don't have to labor in your digestive tract to convert an amino acid excuse me, a protein into an amino acid. It's already in amino acid form. So there's no energy used to do that. It's just instant amino acid. If if people would just look at the China study, Dr. T. Colin Campbell um, was research, he's from Cornell University, and he was just a standard doctor. He grew up on a dairy farm, you know, like a farm like I did, big into meat and all that. And he was researching, I think, protein deficiencies in people in the Philippines, and he really wanted to help them make sure they got enough protein. And so he started doing tests on these rats, and he would give them uh, – the protein was, I think, 85% of it was casein, which is the main protein in dairy. And he would put these rats on this, and at 5% protein, there was no problems. These rats were fine. They were healthy. doing. But when he took it up to 20% protein, the rats developed tumors, and they started getting sick. He took it back down to 5%, and the tumors went away put it back up to 20, the tumors would come back. So he's literally turning tumors and cancer on and off with the protein content, 5 to 20, 20 to 5, 5 to 20. And this blew him away because he thought he needed to get more protein into people. So what we learned there is that when do human beings put on the most muscle and grow the fastest? From birth to about the first year. We triple in size. We go from about 7 pounds to 21 pounds. What are we supposed to be eating? Our mother's breast milk. What is the... Component or the percentage breakdowns in breast milk? Well, it's about 6 to 8% high quality amino acids. It's about 6 to 8% high quality fatty acids, and the rest is complex carbohydrates. That's the diet. When you go to Hippocrates Health Institute, it's about 6 to 10% high quality amino acid proteins from plants, 6 to 8% high quality fatty acids, and the rest is complex carbs. I'm not talking about pasta and noodles and that crap that have mm. been GMO and you know and and enriched with synthetic chemicals and and, and 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 ground into a powder and cooked with yeast and salt and and um, and sugar. I'm talking about plants, right? So that's the most healing diet on the planet and that's why at the Hippocrates Health Institute Dr. Clement said, "Hey Tim, once people understand this, all Olympic records are going to be shattered because mm. the human body people are not performing at top levels." And they've had, they helped a guy win a gold medal in the spring. They've helped many people win win gold medals in the Olympics. There, Um, one of them probably the most uh, uh, has the most notoriety was Venus Williams. You remember Mm -hmm. her, the her and Serena, they're the tennis gals. Mm -hmm. Well, Venus got lupus, and her career was over. She's very debilitating, and she was supposedly going to die from it. Now. This is a gal worth about $60 million. Like, so she has the money and the means to go out and find the best doctor. She went all over the world trying to heal herself of lupus with the medical doctors. Nothing. Last case, ditch scenario. She comes into Hippocrates Health Institute, same place we went to. And after on the program two weeks, she's in at the desk at Dr. Clement. She's like, why do I feel so good? Everything you're telling me to do is the exact opposite of what all these experts told me to do. He said, That's why it works. <laughs> she left that institute, embraced the lifestyle, went on to win Wimbledon and a gold medal in the Olympics. Sheesh. Think about that. Yeah. Her career was done, dude. It was over. So, and then the movie Game Changers came out and all this stuff. So, you know, so watch the documentary and you'll see how the best athletes in the world are taking their game up a lot. So, you don't have to be an Olympic level athlete. But we need you as Americans and as fellow human beings Mm -hmm. to be healthy because if everybody's sick, it's a drain on society. Your poor health doesn't affect just you. It affects your immediate family and everybody else around you because insurance has gone through the roof. I mean, that stuff is – I mean, there's corruption there too. But you know, if somebody doesn't take care of themselves and they're seeing the doctor a lot, that's going to raise my insurance cost, your insurance cost. So why don't we just do all of us a favor and go down to the – to the micro level and take care of ourselves i mean that's what it really boils down to and you know people just need to get clean and, and detox and that's what we teach
0: uh you brought up the game changers right now uh how do you feel about the, the beyond meat and all that the vegan meat it's disgusting right exactly okay can we can you we, we get into that
1: yeah it's um you know it's these these fake meats and stuff like that is um uh you know, especially uh, soy products. Soy has estrogen mimickers, um, which can lead, in my opinion, from the research I've seen and the people I've talked to, can lead to breast cancer, prostate cancer, cyst development, ovarian cysts, uterine cysts, and man boobs. When I heard about that, dude, <laughs> soy is gone. That's yeah. out of my life. You know, she, and most, and like 92% of soy is genetically modified anyway in a yes, Frankenstein yeah. laboratory. So screw you, I ain't putting that in my body. And I haven't had any soy in my body since. So, you know, but if some people need to go to tofu to kind of get off of yeah. the meat and they need something, that's fine. But um, Or tempeh, which is usually made out of soy. But tempeh is just a fermentation process. You can do any nut or seed, grain, or bean and make tempeh out of it. We have a really nice artisan tempeh maker here called Squirrel and Crow Tempeh. And they make lentil tempeh. Mm. And phew, it's so good, dude. Yeah. It's amazing. Sounds good. And, and mung bean tempeh and chickpea tempeh and quinoa and, nice. and green, green pea tempeh. This stuff is off the hook, so good. Um, and so we have to teach people like, you know, and I'm not saying that you can't have a little bit of meat. Right. You know, when we look at the blue zones, the people that are the centurions that live to 100 years the most, where are those at? Well, Lomalina, California, Okinawa, Japan, the Sardinians, there's um, uh, Car- Costa Ricans. There's certain places around the earth where all these people are living to the 100. And they're the healthiest. If you look at the four top things they're doing, what are they? Number 1 they have lifelong friends. All right, so because we're pack animals. So you better have some damn good friends. And if your friends suck, get some new ones, right? Because that is so important. And what are they doing now with social distancing? They're distancing us from our friends. Actually, you know what they're doing? It's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. That's what they're doing. So it goes it's going to lower your immune system. We know the people that live the longest stick together, okay? So hang out with people and 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 be social. That's going to boost your immune system. You're going to live longer. Number two, these people exercise daily. They move their bodies. They just move. They go on walks. The people over in uh, um, uh, in Europe, they, they, they're they going up and down hills all the time with their grapes and stuff. They go get fresh food every day. You know Their dogs and cats live like 20 years old because they're mm-hmm. eating fresh food over there. I mean it's just the, the clues are everywhere. Number three, they have lifelong friends. Or excuse me. They, they respect their elders. I already, I already yeah. lifelong friends was number one. They respect their elders. Do we do that in this culture? Well, in some places, some, yes.
0: Cultures, some families, yeah. yes. Yeah. But a
1: lot of them, we just ditch them off to nursing homes and forget about them, right? Yep. And that's important. Those elders, the reason why their minds are shut is because they're not being able to tell their stories. And it's really important for the kids and grandkids to bond and hear these stories from grandma and grandpa. And then number four is they have an 80% plant based diet or greater. So for those of you listening if you're a big huge meat eater and that's all you're eating is meat and bread and you're pooping rocks and bleeding out the butt like I was <laughs> you don't feel good and you have gas and bloating then it's real simple we just start adding 10% more raw uncooked fresh foods sprouts and leafy green vegetables and red peppers and avocados and <clears throat> mushrooms and and um, and sprouted everything everything here's the, here's the, I'm going to give away a big it. key right here today mm. every nut seed, grain, or bean that you eat needs to be sprouted. How do you do it? Soak it in water first. When you soak a nut, seed, grain, or bean in water, it is technically now sprouted. Now you only have to soak a nut, seed, grain, or bean one time and then after that, then you can you know cook it or rinse it a couple times a day for a while and sprout it and, um, like we do with lentils and fun, fenugreek and, and, what, and what, is, what does that
0: do? What does sprouting it do? What's the difference if you don't, well,
1: it's, it's kind of a big deal. Um, every nut seed or grain or bean has a natural insecticide or protectant. That's a, uh, an inherent poison in it to protect it from the last bug eating it. Cause it wants to survive just like you and me. It wants to continue on. Okay. So when you soak it in water, it releases that it's gone. So, and you also get rid of uh, lectins. You probably heard about that. Uh, lectins can eat away at the intestinal lining. Um, there's also saponins. They're good ones and bad ones. In the case of quinoa, they have bad saponins. They'll actually eat your intestinal lining. But rinse it. All you have to do with that is just rinse them off with water and they're gone. But even better, soak it for four to six hours, right? Or overnight. Um, so that's number one. You release that stuff. You, you increase the digestibility on average about, it comes eightfold. Eight times more digestible. How many people have digestive issues today? Over 80% of the cook people we're coaching yeah. do. Um, so it becomes, it's the poisons are gone, more digestible, and here's the cool thing. Guess how much the nutrition goes up as a percentile?
0: Mm, like 80, 50?
1: 100 <laughs> to 800%. Wow. So think about that. Yeah. It's a big freaking deal. If you had a, nut butters are a perfect example. If you have, Roasted almond butter, that, that would be, would be the, the worst because it's cooked and you've 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 turned the fat in the butter and you've turned it into what's called a lipid peroxide. It's a known carcinogen. Go yeah. Google that lipid peroxide. Anytime you heat oil over 170 degrees or so, lip lipid peroxide causes cancer. It's in almost all the peanut butter. I mean, I grew up on peanut butter, dude. Roasted peanut butter. It's delicious, right? So now you spend more money, you become woke, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna get this raw almond butter. <laughs> and it's like twenty two bucks for sixteen oh, ounces. You're like, ah, cashew butter expensive, right? <laughs> now here's the deal: it ain't cooked, so there's no lipid peroxides, but it was still in its dormant state when they ground it up, so it still has those little bits of inherent poisons. It's hard to digest, and the nutrition is really not that great. Okay, but but it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's pretty good compared to other ones. Now you go to the next one, sprouted almond butter, dude. You would have to eat a hundred jars, sixteen ounce jars of the raw almond butter to get the nutrition out of one jar of the sprouted. So even if it costs twenty five dollars or thirty dollars for sixteen ounces, where's the better value? It's in the it's the sprouted yeah, probably, jar, yeah. right? And it's it's a no brainer. And so people just have to understand this. Like that's how I put weight on people that want to build weight. We do sprouted nut butters. And we have them put it on celery or we have them uh, uh, put it on green apple or we have them mix it in a blender with a little bit of water for five seconds and it turns into sprouted almond milk with no crap in it, no pasteurization. It's still it's like living milk. And then we have them put a scoop of our green 85 juice formula in there to replace the nutri- all the nutrients, shake it up. That's it. There's a complete meal replacer. We have people putting on a pound, sometimes two pounds of muscle a week. It's insane. Because it's not the proteins that are building the muscle so much, and there is protein in those in those in those sprouted almonds, which is already in amino acid form. Mm-hmm. But it's the fats, it's the high quality fats combined with uh, weight resistance exercise and good sleep. That's how you build muscle.
0: Mm. Mm. Um. I I just I told you earlier that I just implemented a you know working out and doing all that stuff. Um. I personally am not trying to get like, bulk, I'm not, I don't want to get bulk up. Um, I just want to tighten everything up, but I do know that I'm going to be burning more calories. So what would you kind of like suggest to, for like the soreness or just to have more energy if I don't want to, you know, do the, their dietary plans and, and stuff like that?
1: Well, you, you asked three questions there. So one, if you wanted to like, you know, not get bulky, but you know, feel good and solid and have muscle. Like I just said that gr- the, the, the green, our green powder with sprouted like almond butter or sprouted. If you're allergic to almonds, you can go to... Sometimes people that are allergic to nuts, they're not allergic to sprouted nuts. So they have to try it. And if you're going to do it, don't eat a whole bunch and find out. Take a little teeny tiny bit and see if it affects you, right? If you get any itching or swelling or rashes, then you know that uh, you had an allergic reaction to it and stay away. But But they also have sprouted walnut butter and they have sprouted cashew butter, sprouted macadamia nut butter. When people are in my group coaching, we have uh, links to different companies like this that we we've been using for years and then they have full access to basically my lifestyle and it makes it really easy for them. They know, go here for this, go there for that, go here for that. And I'm always on the hunt looking for new companies and Um, for all kinds of stuff. So the other question you said was about recovery. Um, The nutrients in green 85 will help with recovery um, because it's, it's, it's giving your body the building blocks to what it needs. But as far as inflammation goes, um, It's very alkalizing, both of those substances, the sprouted milks, and that is alkalizing. But um, also just drinking, you know, water is the number one, uh, absolutely the number one thing to reduce inflammation. Um, We have a product right now called Recovery Power, and um, we actually have a sale on it right now. I don't know if people, when they're listening to this, if we still even have it or not, but it's – it, it, it has um, something in it called magnesium orotate, and it helps to um, reduce the lactic acid in the body quite a bit. So when I take that, it reduces my my, my soreness and my inflammation by about 50%. Mm. The other thing we recommend is a grounding pad or a grounding mat or grounding sheets um, when you sleep, and that will increase blood flow and um, reduce inflammation and speed up the healing process.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, you said water is the most important. Um specifically the water that we drink, is too much of it bad? Like Some people say drinking too much alkaline is bad.
1: It would be very difficult to overdo water. It's called hyperneutrinia, and you would... Good luck. Okay, (laughs) You'd have to drink so much. Yeah, because every time people
0: find out I drink this water, they're like, well, are you supposed to be drinking alkaline water all the time? You know, like, is it too much bad for you or is it too much? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, here's the deal, but it has to be the right type of alkaline water. It can't be like... um, Essentially, what yeah, like essentially, all they're doing is adding bacon soda to that. You drink more than one of those a day, yeah, you're going to mess yourself up. But the water you're drinking, no, you're fine. Um, and that's that water is like rocket fuel. And just – I don't know if you've done this. I want to share this with you. So how you do it, if you want to get the most benefit, what you do is you pour it like a beer. And then you, you notice you see those little fine little bubbles and stuff in there. Drink it as fast as you can. Just get it down and then go put a little – like Himalayan salt or Celtic sea salt, not much, and then just put a little bit under your tongue, and then and then, dude, that's it. And then, in 15 okay. minutes later, you can do it again. But drink it as fast as you can, and then you're gonna maximize that molecular hydrogen. So that Ooh. unit you have, what's cool about it? Not only does it, it's it's not the best purification system, but and for the for those of you guys listening, our our company, Chemical Free Body, okay, we're trying to make sure we get the chemicals out of you and stop putting them in. So, the most important thing first is to get purified water. That Kongan unit that you have is not, it's a very crude purifier. So, you have to have a system before it to purify it. I have it. And then it goes through the Kongan system and then it does other things that are magical.
0: So, So, like a three stage filtration system?
1: Yeah, I I prefer triple purification, but there's also that company, Hydrovive, that you Mm -hmm. can get it from. Talk to Danusha about it. Um, Did you get yours through Danusha?
0: No, I didn't. I got my. I had already. I was already in talks with somebody that had oh, put okay. that had put me onto it. You just kind of yeah, like okay. made me go yes. get it. cool, cool, yeah. cool.
1: So anyway, um, you you get that unit, and, um, you want to purify your water. Now, if you live in the city, you have to do two things. You have to purify the water, and you have to restructure it because when it goes through those high pressure pipes in the city, which is super high pressure, the water molecules kind of like stick together. They get kind of big. So it's, picture your intestinal lining like being a chain link fence and the water molecules are bowling balls. You throw it against the bowling ball against the chain link fence, what's going to happen? It's going to bounce off and you're basically just going to pee the water out. So you'll be drinking a lot of water, but it's not going to really get through the intestinal wall. It can't, it's too big. So you just pee it out. So what you want to do is you have to restructure the water if you're on city tap water. Your machine's doing that. It restructures it and makes it really tiny like sand. So when you throw it against the fence, most of it goes right in. And you'll notice that um, if you drink a lot of water prior to that congen system, because you drink water in PPP, pee, 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 and with the congen system, you'll drink a whole bunch of it, and then it disappears. And then you wait a while, and then maybe an hour or two later, then you whoa, then you got to pee. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. right. So you know it went through the system, it got into the bloodstream, it went into the lymphatic system, and it's it's cleaning you out and doing what it needs to do, getting into the cell. So that's important. That system will then also alkalize it, which is great. Right. And then also it will uh charge it with this molecular hydrogen so what happens is it literally goes in and charges your cells and adds frequency to your cells now the more frequency you have to your cells the more again the collective all those cells combine if they are more charged you're more charged you have more energy mm. right mm-hmm. and that's why i look at our our country like if we want to have a, a vibrant country it has to go down to the individual you have to be very vibrant which means that we have to learn to keep our cells vibrant Vibrant cells, vibrant person, vibrant family, vibrant community, vibrant state, vibrant nation, vibrant world.
0: And Mm. that's the natural
1: order of things. Look in nature, like chipmunks and how quick they move and and they you know, they are they're you've seen those things. They're fast and dear, man. Everything's fast and quick and strong. That's nature. So we're we're just kind of helping people get back to that.
0: To return return to the source. Mm -hmm. Are you spiritual, Tim?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was confused about that stuff until a few years ago. And um, actually, when I went to Hippocrates and I, and I had that epiphany and all of a sudden my brain was working again, I was all charged with the electric, yeah. all these electric foods, I, I, I was like, God, there's – I knew there was something more. I was like looking up going, what is it? Oh, there's something more here. I and, I, and for seven years, I was confused until I heard this dude talk, and then I'm like, I got it. And so I have a really good spiritual practice now uh, that really helped me uh, overcome my brother's death because my younger brother was killed in a mountain biking accident and broke his neck and died. And um, that was hard on me for about six months because we had, you know, I grew up as an only child over in Eastern Oregon. I was, at, I was given up at, at birth for an adoption. So my parents adopted me, raised me. Um, my best friend, Mike McKinnon, who lived next to me, um, we were like brothers. And then I, you know, I had a couple guys that I grew up with, um, my buddy Neil and some others, Sean, and they were like brothers to me too. Right. So mm-hmm. I had brothers. I had that feeling of that. But when I was 21, I actually met my birth mom and then I met my 15 year old brother and my 18 year old sister. So all of a sudden it was like, boom, mm-hmm. I got a brother and I got a sister and, uh, and my brother and I, we were really connected. It was awesome. And we hung out and just did all kinds of stuff together. The kids, you know, playing with the kids and playing basketball and going fishing and doing all kinds of cool stuff. So I was really mad and angry for quite some time because here I got this new brother. Yay. You know? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, 20 years later, he's dead. So I felt like I was given this gift and it was taken away, but I look at it differently. Now I was giving a gift and, um, it's a gift that continues to keep on giving. He came here, he did his part. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. And, um, I realized that he just provided contrast for me because he's, his death got me to quit being a wuss bag and step into my own power and mm. realize that I could help because I, I, I'm like, I don't want to keep doing this. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to keep doing financial advising anymore. I mean, I like helping people with their money and everything, but I, I really like teaching people about sprouts and juicing, juicing. And, and all this gut stuff. And, and it was kind of obvious to everybody else except for me. <laughs> um, I was uh, literally my garage turned into a sprout growing operation. I was doing classes on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and we were feeding people and teaching them how to juice and how to make raw living foods. Wow. Uh, we were having anywhere from one person to 13 people at a time show up, on average about six. And um, and then I was speaking uh, at churches on the weekends and hospitals and apartment complexes, people's homes, people, uh, yoga studios. I mean, I was all in on this stuff, and I wasn't. I wasn't making a dime. I was paying to do it. And then finally, after a couple of years, I told my wife, I was like, shit, I'm, I'm spending about $800 to $1,000 a month feeding people. Maybe I should just charge like 25 bucks to cover the cost. So we started doing that. But this went on for five and a half years. And I had over close to 5,000 people in my house. So you, know, you learn a lot when you see that many people. And these people would come and, and um, you'd see the patterns. And um, it seemed like everybody had a lot of the same problems. And a lot of people, we had a lot of cancer patients because my buddy had cancer. And so the word kind of got out and um i end up coaching and i still do to this day i still coach about a third of my coaching practice is still people with cancer
0: you're really a health so. hero tim that's crazy <laughs> that's so, amazing anyway,
1: yeah yeah my brother's death man and I'm, i i re- i'll i'll tell this story real quick cuz it was like i remember sitting in my office upstairs i was like one day i was just i was still pissed i was like troy what do you want me to do <clears throat> and i heard him say do what you love and do it now and that's when i picked up the phone i said that's it i called my mentor in the financial services business. And I was supposed to take over his business. This is a $2.4 million net a year type of business, right? I mean, it was a big business. I had all my licenses. I had my Series 7. I had my 66. I had my life insurance license for the financial advisors insurance agents out there. Listen, you know, it's a pain in the ass passing those things. And and then the real work begins. And um, I walked away from that. And, um, I called him up and I said, Jeff, I'm out. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm getting out of the financial services industry. Um, I'm going to go help people with their health. And he's like, well, how are you going to make money? I was like, I don't know. I have no clue, but I'm out. And I bought a dry erase board and I just started writing stuff down. I coached people for free for two years, lived off my savings. And, and then finally, um, we started chemicalfreebody.com and then, uh, started coaching people. And then we eventually started, you know, creating our own supplements because the damn supplements are toxic nowadays too. And, most people, even doing a good job with the formula, don't understand that yeah. the other ingredients have toxins in them as well. So, we, we're trying to bring awareness to that so people only put real nature in, into their body.
0: So, you oh, let's, let's get into t- supplements then because there's a lot of BS supplements out there. A lot of them, most of them are. Um, yours are completely organic vegan supplements, or?
1: Yeah, they're, they're better than organic. The organic label has actually been jeopardized. So the USDA organic label says that you can have up to 150 chemicals in that deal. So I, I have the USDA organic label on my greens just simply for a marketing thing, but I literally don't even want to have it there anymore. I don't believe in it, right? Um, but what 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 the most important thing that we have on our label is called NOSG, which means naturally occurring standards group. To have that label, you... Everything in the jar has to be naturally occurring in nature.
0: It cannot Mm. be man-made
1: whatsoever. I'm solid. So (laughs) that's that's what we believe in, right? So here's what people don't understand, and I didn't know this either. 85% of the supplements on the market are made by pharmaceutical companies, and they're pure synthetics. 92% 92% of all supplements wow. on the market are, pure, are pure synthetics. You're, you're eating a, a the, the chemical version of, let's say, vitamin C. Okay, this is the – pull out your multivitamins and take a look. If it says in parentheses behind vitamin C, ascorbic acid, you're, you're ingesting a chemical. I mean that's what it is. It's not – it's full spectrum yeah. with all the bioflavonoids and all the cofactors and everything that comes with it. Like it should say in parentheses behind it from the Arceola cherry. Or from the Camu Camu berry, or my favorite, from the Omla berry, which is also the gooseberry. And now you, okay, wow, that's a whole food ingredient. That's from nature. They have to spell it all out. But unfortunately, only besides 8% of them being whole food, um, you have to be careful because some of them will do splits where it'll be some ascorbic acid and some Omla berry, right? Mm-hmm. Or even worse, you'll see the ones they have a really good formula, it's all natural. But then you go to the other ingredients, and you look in there, and you'll see things like magnesium stearate, silicon dioxide, dicalcium phosphate, silicas. These are the things you want to look out for. Silicon dioxide, as an example, is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's okay to put in supplements. So what are these things? What is magnesium stearate and silicon dioxide and dicalcium phosphate? Well, these manufacturing labs. So let's say you and me, we want to start a supplement company. We, we get doc, like a, My formulator, Dr. Scott Treadway, he's awesome. He's been at it for 37 years. He believes in what we believe. And he makes us this awesome formula, and we send it off to a, a manufacturing lab to make it. Those manufacturing labs use artificial excipients, um, uh, binders, fillers, flow agents, they're called. That's magnesium, stearate, silicon dioxide, dicalcium phosphate. They improve the mixing process of raw materials, so they're good for business. They help powder products stay mixed evenly once added to liquids. It's good for business. They help speed up the production of encapsulation machines and avoid caking. That's good for business. Um, customers also prefer full capsule. When you do a synthetic, it ain't going to fill up a capsule. It's tiny. It's small. It's, it's, you, they've removed all the natural stuff, right? So um, they fill it up with a bunch of stuff, crap. And um, they're cheaper than naturally occurring sources. And most people aren't even aware that they're not healthy. So magnesium wow, stereo, just true. as an example, is a, it's a lubricant that will allow compression of the ingredients for tablets. And it also works for a flow agent makes in the capsules uh, well so that um, uh, it, it uh, allows compression from each side of the capsule to prevent air pockets. So it, worst case scenario, it could, it could come from a bad animal source. It could come from beef tallow, which means the marrow of the bone, a byproduct of the meat and dairy industry. It might be a G- GMO. It could be loaded with chemicals, antibiotics, Mad cow disease, um, um, hormones, and then they mix it with magnesium, right? Just as an example. Who knows this stuff? Hardly anybody knows this stuff. There's no awareness on it. There's really nobody talking about it. It's to me, it's it's the way I look at it. It's like let's say you have a really good brownie recipe, and you you have the award-winning brownie recipe, but you take a little bit of cat poop and you put it in there and mix it up. And <laughs> would you would you eat
0: that? Most people no. would. I wouldn't. <laughs>
1: But most people would, yeah, right? They're like, I'm were. not eating that. Cat poop in the brownie? Um, yeah, I'll pass, right? But people will do it with things that are worse than cat poop. I mean, way worse. These things are terrible. So if you're going to be supplementing today, you have to make sure that all of the ingredients naturally occur in nature and also the other ingredients. Read your labels. Yep. It's very important.
0: See, I'm not all the way there yet as far as going to the – like actual, like I still go organic based, um, but I do read my labels. But i I just read them more so for like no no egg, no dairy, no meat, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten to you know your level yet because I it's all a process you know to get to there. But you definitely read your labels and the ingredients and all that because it tells you in there. Because people just see uh fat free or they see low sugar or whatever and they believe it you know and it's, it's no you have to read the ingredients and the big words that you can't pronounce are usually not the good ingredients.
1: Yeah, and I have a a shopping guide. I pulled it up here just to kind of share because we're talking about foods. These are the – if you can I read this? It's the 10 most toxic ingredients in food. So we made a list of what we think are the top 10. Number one is natural flavors and artificial flavors. They're basically the same thing. They're both mostly chemicals in almost all cases. For 70 years, natural flavors can be up to 90% chemical. Only 10% by law has to be natural. Oh my God. So natural doesn't mean nothing on a label. Number two, coloring additives, red dye number 40, blue dye number one, yellow dye number five, just to name a few, are all modern food dyes derived from petroleum. They're basically an unnatural dye and it's off limits. These things cause cancer. I did an expose on this years ago for the Easter egg dyes. It's bad. I mean, you're, you're giving your kids cancer. Um, number three, nitrates <laughs> and nitrites. These are a toxic preservative designed to give gray meat a red color so people will think it's fresh. What? It, oh. it, wrecks, it, it wrecks the liver and the kidneys and causes a host of chronic diseases. So if without na- nitrates and nitrates, if you went into a, 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 a you know, your local grocery store, I'd say probably 40% of the meat would be gray. You want to eat that? Nope, but you're going to eat it because it's got nitrates and nitrates in it. Number four, soy lethison. Very common emulsifier used in our food supply. It causes allerg- allergic reactions and is 90% genetically modified and sprayed with chemicals. Again, there's a soy product. Stay away from those. Number five, bad oils. 90 plus percent of canola, which is rapeseed. Canola oil, corn oil, and soy oil is genetically modified and sprayed with chemicals. Avoid oh, at all costs.
0: Hold on. Grape seed oil is canola oil?
1: Rape Rapeseed. Oh, R-A-P. rape, okay, okay. rape seed. They okay. changed the name to canola because people don't like the word rape.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Because canola is really bad. Ancient Chinese text, even 10,000 years ago, the the Chinese knew that uh, it said uh, that canola oil should only be used for machinery, never put into the human frame. Uh, So you want to always use cold-pressed 100% organic oils in dark glass jars, um, and um, that's really important. Um, Number six, xanthan gum. This is one of – this is this little – Bugger right here is the reason I started my supplement company. Because uh, back in the day, I used to do protein powders. We don't do any of that anymore because we don't need it. Because we discovered the sprouted nut butter with the green deal. But um, it's an emulsifier made from mutated corn syrup and it's fermented in bacteria. It's just nasty, and you'll find it frequently used in our food. It's like a you shake something up and it keeps it from settling. It's like an emulsifier. Number seven, <clears throat> monosodium gl- uh, glutamate or MSG. Most people know about that. It's highly toxic to the brain especially for developing a brain of a child. Also bad on the digestive tract can cause Alzheimer's, dementia, ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's disease. Watch out for the other names they hide it under, such as natural flavoring, caseinate, vegetable extract, protein concentrate, soy isolate, and caramelized yeast. This is super bad stuff. Number eight, carrageenan, used as a thickening agent. It's high in sulfur and causes inflammation and destroys our good gut bacteria, thus weakening the immune system. Number nine, Citric acid, used for enhancing flavor as a preservative in many foods, made mostly of genetically modified corn and sugar beets, um, bad for the digestive and respiratory system, and causes heartburn along with itchy eyes and skin. And number 10, um, you're supposed to hit the drums, Chris. Where's the drums? Number 10. We should have done the countdown. (laughs) Number 10, expeller-pressed oils. This is high-pressure method that causes heat. When the fat and the oil is heated, it turns into a what? Lipid peroxide, we talked about that earlier. Yes, we know. A known carcinogen, cancer-causer. Check your potato chip bags and be ready for a rude awakening. Avoid at all costs.
0: Damn, we can't even eat chips. Well, you can,
1: but you just have to get stuff with, like, coconut oil or avocado Avocado oil. oil, And make sure it's not expeller-pressed, and then you're good. But a lot of them do. A lot of them have expeller You're going to get pissed. Your favorite chip, you're going to go,
0: what? I mean, since I stopped stopped eating uh, dairy, consuming dairy, I've cut a lot of the chips out i kind of just go like to the kettle based ones but yeah (laughs) wait till you read the kettle Uh, chips. yeah no you kind of just uh... oh
1: and i i'm pissed too because those kettle chips man like like i love the salt and pepper ones the the ridges i mean i could dude i'll eat 12 bags of that (laughs) shit but you know what happens now if i eat some of that because i'm not perfect i get acne hmm yeah if i eat a bag of those kettle chips i'll get acne for a couple days my body will push that have to be pushing that shit out
0: damn Cause you're you're fully like detox tonsil. I mean anything that's out of your ordinary. Yeah, for eight
1: and a half years, I I I grew. I would say probably eighty to ninety percent of my food. I'd say it probably I'm more of like seventy percent now. Uh, But um, yeah, I I was completely vegan, uh, plant based, hundred percent. I um and I was really fanatical for the first two and a half years. But I've learned to meet people where they're at, and I don't tell people to change their diet at all anymore. We just what we focus on over here is getting people to. Um, get their digestive tract cleaned out, clean up their blood and focus on our core four secrets and then let get that foundation in place and then let the chips fall where they may.
0: So you're not opposed to the meat eating? No, no. And some
1: people aren't emotionally ready to get off of meat.
0: What about like and a will eat a little sand. bit
1: from time to time. I mean, I here and there, like if you, you know, you went and caught a salmon and you smoked it yourself and said, hey, Tim, I, I, I caught this, I smoked it. I want to give it to you. I want Okay, I'll I'll take a piece, you know.
0: I don't know why Maybe. I feel guilty eating animals now. It's weird. <laughs> I did too. I, I
1: really did too, but you have to understand man that the that, that um the animals if it's done properly, they understand their place in life, right? And That's a bar. I think if you honor them like the Native Americans, you know, dude, and they they used every part of it and they, it was like a spirit, it's more of a spiritual yeah. thing. And if you have a good feeling, and this goes the same whether you become you know hardcore vegan animal lover which I am I stopped hunting and fishing I well I I will go with other people but I stopped I, I don't I don't kill animals anymore I don't do it because I don't eat them pretty much right, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so I stopped doing that thing but if you eat cake and you're like oh I really want to eat that cake then you eat it and you're like oh I'm such a loser I eat that piece of cake I'm so fat yeah're eh. you're, you're not gonna digest that cake at all very well. You're creating a tremendous amount of stress and bad frequency and bad vibes in the body. And I've done this. It's the same thing with meat. If you're like, oh, I shouldn't eat it because I felt guilty and I felt weird. The first time I had meat was July of 2018 at a party that I went to. Um, I was recently divorced. And um, my buddy's like, come on, we're going to go to this party. And there's like this big Big party party there. And they had this big, huge barbecue. He's like, oh, my God, this barbecue beef is so good, man. It's delicious. You, dude, you got to try it. Well – Normally, you know, I'm I'm straight laced. I don't do anything, and, and um, we just smoked a little weed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, I'll try a little bit." And I took a bite, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is so good!" So I grabbed some more, and then I covered it over with my salad so nobody could see. <laughs> <So stupid. laughs> nobody else cared. I, mean, I know. Nobody else cared, but I had this guilt associated with it, right? So what I noticed is I did an experiment on myself. I was um, with my nieces and down at my grandpa's house. He's got a little seven acres up in the woods down in uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. And um, I, I practiced this. So I love quiche. And this had eggs in it and it had a little bit of dairy and some wheat, the crust thing. And I loved it. And I had like seven pieces. But I was just like, I love quiche. I love it. My body's going to handle it. Um, my body's going to extract the nutrients that it needs. And it's going to get rid of it. It's going to be amazing. Now, I had done that before. And I had one piece of quiche like one other time before. Yeah. And the next day, my ears were crackling. I had mucus in my ears and I, I could pop it, you know. Yeah. If I eat one piece of bread, massive mucus in my ears because I'm I've gotten so clean. Wow. But I, I took this approach. I ate seven pieces of that stuff. I barely noticed the mucus at all because I literally loved the process. And I was like blessing that food and, wow. and realizing my body was gonna do it. So I changed the whole frequency in the way I looked at it. So if you want to have that cake or you want to have a little piece of meat. Do it. Just don't beat
0: yourself up yeah. for it. I'm telling
1: you, it's it's how you approach things. The frequency and your attitude is more important than what's going in there.
0: Because when I do eat meat, I, I do feel bad afterwards. But I, now, based off what you're saying, that's probably my just I'm manifesting it. Just thinking. Yeah. That. Yeah. And I'm it, not
1: saying you like go go eat 500 pounds of meat. Right, and no, yeah. Go back to the 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 blue zones and the centurions. 80 percent plant based diet or greater. Right. So mm. just if you want to get healthy. Learn how to detox the gut. Learn how to detox the blood. Flood the body with nutrients. Build that gut bacteria back up. This is what we teach over here. Have a good attitude and just eat a shitload <laughs> of plants. You know, add add more plants in and the, and the fresher the better and let – and, you know, you're just getting back to nature and your body will respond.
0: What are the benefits of fasting for your digestive system? Tremendous.
1: Um, for almost the entirety of time human beings walked the planet, we were nomadic, so we would, you know, walk uh, – let's say to a meadow and we would find the ancestors of cabbage or spinach. and We would eat that monolithically one food source, Mm -hmm. right? We weren't mixing it like we do today where we have a steak, you know, from, you know, Iowa. And then we have, uh, um, some asparagus from Peru and then we'll have a baked potato from Idaho and then we'll finish it off with some Haagen-Dazs or some Tillamook ice cream, right? Good time. Mixing all that shit together, right? We'd eat one food source. Maybe in the fall we'd have some berries or the ancestors of, of, apples and stuff like that. And, and that was it. And then we'd maybe walk away and then we'd drink some water. So liquids weren't next to the food either. So and then we'd walk for two or three days and we wouldn't eat anything. So what that's how we're genetically programmed. We're not programmed to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast, lunch and dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is industry that's been conditioning us since the turn of the century. Thank they you. want to sell you shit. They want your money. And that all feeds into you getting sicker and end up like me in my 20s. I started going downhill and then really downhill in my 30s. And thank God my friend got cancer. I'd be screwed today. I might even be here. I I could be dead. I mean, I'd probably have a heart attack or had cancer myself. I was molding and rotting from the inside out. And unfortunately, people 35 and younger today are sicker than people 65 and older. Think about that. Say
0: that again, Tim
1: people 35 and younger are sicker per demographic than people 65 and older why is that and it's because uh, we we are evolving as a species you know i ate shitty foods um, i was rotting i you know procreated with a gal that was doing the same thing weak sperm weak eggs we, weaker we had weak kids talk and we then we, went, it, then we yes. feed them like similac soy milk that's genetically modified and we think that's healthy right so we're deevolving you know it's scary man because children today the, the number one killer for children forever has always been accidents. So from ages one, zero to five, um, it's not accidents anymore. It's brain cancer. That's the number one killer of our children. Accidents is number two. Now from five to 16, accidents is still number one. But number two is a tie between brain cancer and, and, and leukemia. So cancers are killing our children. We have children today that are being born obese, that are being born with diabetes. That's true. So, And why is it? They're a byproduct of the plant, uh, the human, the, the, the mommies and daddies. So well, I, I can't tell you how many uh, parents that have come to me in their early 20s, they can't get pregnant. And I'm like, if you want to have a healthy baby before you even dis- even think about putting a sperm to an egg – you better get your shit together and get yourself healthy. Mm. We need a healthy mommy and a healthy daddy, and then that's how you're going to make— And usually within six months on our program, people are pregnant. Right? Wow. Because it's get the gut clean. Get the blood clean. Flood the gut with bacteria. Flood the body with nutrients. You know, Get good sleep. Move the body. Eat fresh, healthy foods. I mean, people have been looking around for all these diet and fads all these years. It's all confusing to people. This ain't rocket science, man. It's pretty freaking simple.
0: It is. You also um, enforce a lot. You you talk a lot about juicing. You know, I also juice. I do my juicing and different types of juices, Uh, ginger shots. You know, I do my ginger shots every morning. Yeah. um, What's the benefit of uh, juicing? And do you recommend just green juicing or just any type of other juicing?
1: Well, I healed myself with green juice, and uh, I never done it before. Um, The first time I looked at a bottle of or a glass of green juice, I thought it was kind of weird. Um, I'm like drinking green juice mm-hmm. and it depends on who makes it you know it's kind of like growing up you don't think about it you go to a restaurant maybe you try the roast beef and you're like that thing sucked I'm never getting that again and then you come back and you get the the turkey sandwich and yeah, that was really good so when you go to that restaurant you don't order roast beef you order turkey so it's the same thing with anything um, with green juice you know you want to learn how to make it right and it ain't hard and you wanna get yourself a good juicer. So I literally healed myself with juicing. So for five and a half years, I made a fresh, pressed juice every morning and every afternoon, never failed, never missed because that was the Hippocrates protocol. And I committed to my friend to doing it cause I, he had cancer. And I said, I'm gonna do this with you. And I gave my word and I followed through with it. Now, after a few years, I told him after he'd healed himself of cancer, which um, that's the best part of the story, um, and got to see his son graduate high school and go to college sun weekend on the um, college. Yeah. Um, I, um, I told Charles, I'm like, if you don't keep doing this, I'm going to do it anyway. I feel great. So green juices are important um, because what you're doing is you're, again, you're getting a tremendous amount of nutrition into the body without, with very little effort the energy, yeah. from the digestive tract. So all that energy that you would have done to process that food is rerouted to boost up your immune system and for your activities of daily living. That's how it works. So you're flooding the body with pre-digested nutrition. Now, some people are going to be going, well, what about the fiber? Well, we're not doing green juices for the fiber. We're doing it for a tremendous boost of nutrition without the burden of digestion. You're going to get your fiber from your heavier meals that you eat throughout
0: the day. Wow. Wow, Tim, man. Yeah, because I, yeah. do, I do I do my, my once a week. I actually do my born day fast. You know, I keep it more spiritual, so I fast the day I was born. I fast every Thursday. Um, That's
1: awesome. That's really important. You see, you're, what you're doing is you're allowing your digestive tract a chance to rest and a chance to clean itself out. And I'll bet you a million dollars that on Thursdays you have more energy, you have more mental clarity, and you're sharper.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting to the point too, because when I first started it, I would feel weak. I'm a stalker at where I go to work at, and I would feel weak, um, but I knew it was just because it was just in my head too. And now I'm, I'm gotten to the point where no one can tell I'm fasting. Yeah,
1: yeah. In the beginning, it's tough. That's the, the beginning is always hardest for people because it's a blood sugar issue. Your body's trying to balance itself out. Mm. So, you know, another thing that we brought up about juicing is. Uh, I'm I'm very convincing on the juicing because I had a tremendous story and people that knew me. I, I was very plugged into the community over here and like I said, I had thousands of people come to my house, and I'd make show them how to make juice, and we sold a lot of juicers where we or we've had for people. People bought a lot of juicers, but after one to three months, the juicers were back underneath the cupboard and they weren't using them anymore. Why? Because they said it was a pain in the ass to clean the juicer and the cost to get the vegetables and blah blah blah. And a lot of them definitely weren't doing sprouts like we were. So we were putting fresh sprouts into the juices, and that's where we're getting massive amounts of nutrition. So um, that's where I got Dr. Treadway involved, and we built that Green 85 juice formula. So for people that want to get started, all they do is wake up in the morning. We know you're busy because I went in and interviewed 100 people. I'm like, why aren't you juicing? And they said, honestly, it just takes too much time. Uh, it's too expensive, and I don't want to clean that damn juicer anymore. So with our Green 85 juice formula, you just wake up, Water, scoop of it, shake it up, drink it, out the door you go. That's so, it.
0: So you recommend a fresh pressed juice every time? Because I usually I juice for like two three days.
1: Depends. What are you juicing?
0: Well, like when I when I do a green juice or whatever, I make enough to like I,
1: cucumber and
0: celery. Yeah. Uh, so I keep it with like uh, kale, yeah, so, cucumber. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, unless you're picking that stuff out of your garden, you're buying it at the store, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. Well, farmers, okay, so my farmers buying, market.
1: Yeah. If you're buying it from the store, it's already dead. It's been removed from the root system. So the uni- I'll just point this out. So the University of Berkeley in California did a test on enzymes on lettuce. So they hooked up a machine while the lettuce was in the ground, and they tested its enzyme activity. Then they harvested it, waited like 30 minutes, and then checked it again. 52% drop in enzymes. That's a massive drop. Now, what do you think happens by the time they pick it, they put it in a cooler, and then put it on a cold storage truck, fill the truck full of nitrogen, ship it on average 1,500 to 2,500 miles? It's dead. It's dead you might get some vitamins some minerals and trace minerals right now you yeah. got it from the farmer's market so it's probably way better okay and there's probably better soil there so you're gonna get more minerals but it's still dead so you can go ahead and juice that and store it and make sure it's in a cold fridge between 34 and 40 degrees and try to k- get all the air out of the jar but um if you're juicing sprouts like we're dude i would chop up the celery and i chop up the cucumbers maybe some ginger and turmeric or whatever and then I'd go over and the last thing I do is harvest my sunflower sprouts and harvest my pea sprouts. And then I'd start juicing. And then I drink the juice immediately. Because as soon as you start harvesting, the nutrients start dropping, the hormones, the oxygen, the phytochemicals, and the enzymes, they start dying. So if you're gonna do living food juice, which is what we were doing, mm. you have to do it immediately. If if you make it and then you set it off to the side, you're really losing a lot of those nutrition that you work so hard to grow and put in there. But the reality is, is most people listening here are not gonna grow um, sprouts and juices. Um, I thought everybody would because Charles healed himself of cancer and I healed myself and I thought who wouldn't do this, but most people still won't do it. And I've got 5,000 people under my belt to tell me that. So, um, the only people that will do that usually have stage four cancer and their backs against the wall. So that's why we developed this powder is because we, we took like wheatgrass juice and then, uh, we concentrated it like 10 to one, 20 to one. So it's an extract juice extract, super concentrated right? Mm-hmm. And we also have like um, broccoli sprout extract juice and wheat sprout. Um, there's just moringa leaf, you know, things like this, acai berry and dandelion leaf, which is one of the top 10 Chinese herbs. We put dulce into our our uh, greens to put a tremendous amount of iodine in it because that's been farmed out of our soil today and it's really important for thyroid health. So it's a very well thought out thorm- formula and it's the best place to start because the habit is more important I mean, people are just aren't going to grow sprouts. I just know it. I mean, we we try to get them to do it, but some of them might grow it or buy it, but they're they're not juicing it. They're, they're just not doing it. So, this is as close as you're going to get to a fresh pressed juice, and make it easy and simple so they can. And it works. It works because you get. And then the other thing is, is people when you do that when you mix up a green juice, besides getting all the nutrients and the alkalinity and all that stuff, you're doing something good for yourself, and that's where physics comes in. What you put out is what you get back. Mm. When you when you do good things for yourself, you're raising your vibrational frequency, and the universe is going to reflect that back to you, and you feel better about yourself. You know that's why volunteering uh, is such a, a blessing for people. Like what I do is I tip a lot when I go to get gas. Like I just went got gas two days ago, and the attendant, you know, I could tell he didn't have a lot of money and stuff, so I gave him ten bucks. And then, I, and then the guy, I went in and I bought uh, a new f- f- uh, car charger, because mine went gunny sack. And um, I was like, hey man, do you own this place? And he's like, no, no man, I, I just work here, you know. And I was like, well hey, I not here, you take here's ten bucks, that's on me. Thanks for your help, you're a real nice guy. He's like, are you sure? No man, you can't give me this. And he's like, no. I said, dude, keep it. Believe me, I I, I appreciate your service and you're real nice. You just gave me a good. I had a really nice experience. Yeah. And then I came back outside, and the guy, the tent's like, hey, man, I just want to thank you, man. He's like, I really appreciate that. And he was just, like, very thankful, right? You know how good I felt? Frick, I felt amazing. I felt amazing. That's karma right there. So, you know, what you put out is what you put back, what you get back. And when you do good things for yourself, you start building that muscle and that frequency and that energy in your life, and it just feeds upon itself. So I really recommend that – you, you love self. That's a very important thing.
0: Self-care. Yes. A hundred percent.
1: Nobody else is going to do it. Mom's not going to do it. Your dad ain't going to do it. Your grandma, your aunt, your uncle, your kids, nobody's going to do it for you. You got to do it for yourself.
0: My get dad was yourself. actually, he came into town. He was staying here a few days, like in July. And I had him on the Congan water. I had him on ginger shots. And he was just like, yo, I need this machine when I go back home. <laughs> and I was like, I, know, I was I know. like, Hey, like you guys can get one, but you know, it's a, it's a pretty hefty investment. Um. But yeah, he was he was even surprised of how his digestive system started working. Yeah. He was just like, I needed this. It's a lot this. cheaper
1: than chemo, buddy. And
0: he actually has a he has a blood clot in his leg, so he he wears those the the socks over his um mm-hmm. those I don't know what they're called the medicine socks or something the ones that the long ones really tight. And whenever he drives for a long time, you know he ha- he gets swollen. He has to rest it a lot, and he's on blood thinners. And I always tell him like, Dad, you got you gotta start caring about your health. You gotta start doing something different. <laughs> And
1: they don't have him eat leafy green vegetables because he's on the thinner. So, um, you know, if you want to, you should have him uh, go onto my website and click on the coaching tab and schedule a free thirty minute consult. And then um, I can do an intake form on him, contact my 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 resources, my healthcare practitioners, and stuff, and see if we can help him out.
0: Yeah, we have to. I want my I want my dad to meet my grand my grandkids. You know. Totally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah.
0: And I'm only trying to you? procreate with someone that's also super healthy and cares about their health.
1: That's right. can right. And guess what? If you do that, if you, if, if you just focus on this one thing, and I'm, I'm telling all you guys listening that this changed my life. I was always kind of confused on what to do with my life. This works. You know, you heard people say, follow your passion. But a lot of people are like, I don't know what the hell it is. like. Shh, or follow your dreams. Ah, my dreams have been stomped on. So here's what worked for me. Follow your highest excitement. What does that mean? Well, it means that whatever brings you the most excitement that you have the best ability to take action on. It doesn't have to be a big thing, like a career thing, which it could be. It could be as simple as taking a walk with a friend, calling a friend on the phone, taking a drive, whatever. Whatever – when you leave this podcast today, look around and, and see what's the most exciting thing that you could do that you have the best ability to take action on and then do that thing. And do that to your best ability until you can no longer take action on it and then look around and find the next most exciting thing to do and do that. What I found out, Chris, is that that is the map for your life. When you follow your highest excitement to the best of your ability, to every moment of every day, the best you can, the universe will realign itself for you. The right people and places and things will just synchronistically be right where they need to be, and you can't. it'll start blowing you away. You will be amazed and and just try it out try this out for a day try it out for a week now here's the here's the rub when you start making these changes and you're expecting to see things differently around you don't expect them to change and they but often they will and they and they can very quickly when you know things have changed is when you start looking at things differently than mm. you did a moment ago so you may see the very same thing around you but the way you look at it and what you perceive of it is different, right? So instead of that person doing something towards you, no matter what their intention was, instead of you feeling bad or getting negative feelings, you're thanking them for the contrast. And maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's like a, a your dad or something, and he smokes cigarettes, and every time he smokes, you get mad at him because you know you want him to live and you want him to see the kids. Right. But instead, you're like, Dad, thank you so much for for giving me the contrast, right? You don't have to tell him that, but you can say this to yourself because because of what you've done, I will never smoke and that is such a benefit to me. Do you see how that dif- the difference is? So, following your excitement and looking around and, and 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 the second thing is no matter what happens, it's all good. Where's the good for Chris? Where's the good for you? No matter what happens to your life. It's kind of like the wind is going to blow. That's life. Wind's going to blow. It all just depends on how you set your sail and your perception.
0: I live by the by the quote, um, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. So when, mm-hmm. I, have, when I hear people's stories like yours and people that are into this health, like big-time health thing, um, I'm like, yeah, why would I want to go down that path? Why, I want to avoid all them health situations. I don't want to see a hospital. I don't want to be on a hospital bed. You know, I want my avatar to be as, um, as good as it could be and the ultimate level that it could be. And I want to live long. Me, personally, I want to live long. You know, I I know, like, I'm ready for death, too. I'm all into that spirituality stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if I can live over 100 years old and see how this realm plays out and this world plays out, I'm all for that. And I'll be here, and I want to witness all of that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I I just want people to start caring, especially, like, my friends, people that listen to this, that know me, my coworkers. I want people to start caring about their health. Because I go to work at three in the morning and people are on four rock stars. People are eating hot Cheetos, Funyuns. And I'm just like, yo. And they, they see me with my juice and they're like, oh, you're on your earthy thing. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah,
1: you are from earth. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I used to love those Funyuns. I used to eat oh, the shit out of those
0: I, I, But I, you know what?
1: It. Here's the thing, man. It's like, you can go into a medical doctor today and get a checkup and they'll say, Chris, you're fine. And then two weeks later, you can drop dead of a heart attack, or two months later, you can have stage four cancer racing through your body, right? They do a uh, so the the, the, people have to understand that the medical system was designed and built under crisis management during war. Mm. That's what it's based on. So somebody gets shot in the shot in the chest, they can help you. You get in an accident, your leg gets ripped off they can help you they have surgeons they have triage they have all these things they can do for you right yes but when it comes to like nutrition doctors only take maybe two weeks of nutrition in 10 years you know i remember when i was a financial advisor this guy called and he was right out of medical school and he's like looking for a financial advisor and i said let me ask you a question i was like um how much uh training did you guys get nutrition you know what he said he started laughing He's like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't know, we, maybe a week or two <laughs> we did that, but uh, he goes, that's for the dietitians and the nutritionists. We just sent people down there for that. Wow, it's like, dude, you took the Hippocratic Oath. Do you even know what that's based on? It's based on Hippocrates, the father of medicine, where he said, "Let thy food be thy medicine, and thy medicine be thy food." And the hip and the Hippo- the Hippocratic Oath says, "I will do no harm." Hmm. They take that oath, I will do no harm. That was from Hippocrates. But he also said, let the food be thy medicine, and thy medicine be thy food. Where the hell did they miss that? It's right there. The food is the medicine. So the food that you're consuming can either be the most nasty, disgusting, processed, irradiated, bagged, boxed, canned, ju- um, you know, uh, enriched with synthetic vitamins, grown in nutrient-deficient soils, fertilizers you know all this crap GMO stuff and that, that's gonna that's gonna destroy your health or it could be the most medicinal loving delicious thing that can heal your body keep you well and keep you alive and vibrant so you can have healthy children and procreate and evolve and stop de evolving you know Funyuns and rock stars you are de evolving and it's just a matter of time before a wheel falls off and believe me I've been there it's no fun I've watched plenty of people do it and I've seen people drop dead from way younger than me. Lots of kids. I've had lots of parents come over with their kids that are 15, 16, 17, 18, with brain cancers. Wow. And watching. And I'll tell you this story just to maybe shock some people. I had a guy come over who was a um, uh, he was a, a hunting and fishing guide. And I I don't know how I met him or whatever, but he he come to my classes and he says, look, I got this this buddy of mine, his son's had brain cancer since he was 15. He's 18 right now. Mm -hmm. And they've been fighting this thing, multiple surgeries and all this stuff. His mom didn't come. His mom didn't want to hear nothing about it. She's like, we have to stick with the doctors. Dad comes over. It's just me, the dad and the son. And, um, I do the class. Uh, My wife wasn't there. So just us four guys. I do. I teach the detox thing. I make the juice. Um, I'm making dinner. We're sitting there talking. They're sitting around the Island there at the kitchen. And, um, dad was quiet the whole night and then finally he's like you know tim he goes there were some times there at the hospital where you know it was pretty rough he's like you know david was you know we've been through multiple surgeries and i'm i'm holding him in my arms and he's like dad it's just it's it's this isn't working and he doesn't know what to do He's a he's a dad he wasn't a, he wasn't a doctor he, he doesn't know anything about all this chemo and the radiation all this stuff and he said my son was in so much pain and it was breaking my heart. He goes, It multiple times it went through my mind to take a pillow and just put him out of his misery and just end so he didn't have to deal with it anymore. Could you Im- imagine being a father and killing you, you're, you're, you're put, <laughs> ending your son's life just because you wanted to take him out of the pain he was going through? I'm sitting there making food and this guy's dropping this bomb and I'm just like,
0: what? It's everything
1: I could do. No, I mean I'm getting emotional right now just yeah, thinking about it, no, it takes me back crazy. to the moment. I'm like, what? And I was thinking about my two kids and I was like, Shit, man, this is fucking wrong. What's going on? And they're poisoning people. And a lot of people don't understand that most of this chemotherapy is just left over like mustard gas and shit like that from the war. Some of these technologies they're using are still from the sixties, right? And that shit don't work. How the hell are you gonna heal like think about this? If you're a healthy person, and you're like you're an athlete and you want to play at top levels, would you take chemotherapy? No. So no. why is it when you're the sickest of the sick and you have this cancer, would you take something that would wipe out your immune system?
0: That's, that makes no sense. That's the point though, it's, right?
1: It's it's completely it makes no sense. When they'll say, well, you kill the cancer, you'll kill the immune system and you hope that the immune system comes back. No, you boost the immune system and the immune system takes care of the cancer that's how it works I mean pretty much everybody knows that we have cancer cells man are, are right. happening in our body mm-hmm. every single day and our body handles it what happens is we become too acid too low oxygen and we have too much stress and we're not drinking enough water and we're not getting outside and getting sunshine and we're not moving our bodies and we're not hanging out with our friends you're setting up that you're, you're, you're creating an environment for that and it ain't freaking genetic in most cases like genetics are only about what I've seen about two to three percent of cases you have a you know a you have a mechanical valve function or something like that. But, but Tim, I had breast cancer and my mom had breast or, or my mom had breast cancer, and my sister and my aunt had breast cancer, and grandma, so I'm going to get it. No, you're all eating the same shit. Mm. That's the problem. Mm. You all have the same lifestyle, or you're all living within five feet of a, a power line or a, a chemical plant, or, you know, they're fracking around you and there's shit in your water that you're drinking. You know, look at the inputs. Dr. Bruce Lipton. Uh, he flipped genetics on its on its on its head and he was completely like atheist not spiritual and this is a 50 year researcher on like microbiology and stuff and he was looking at cells and he was the one that were, you know they said that the nucleus was the generator of the cell so he thought well i wonder what happens if i take it out guess what he took it out and the cell still lived and he's like what and then and then he realized that he saw these receptors on cells that were like antenna and he's like where are they getting their information well our bodies are like TVs so the information he's that's where he became spiritual because he realized that the the information's coming from an outside source and he Propaganda. was like he freaked out and then he and he developed what's called epigenetics and that's that's the big take home here is what's called epigenetics it's the environment stupid is what he said that's mm. what he kept telling himself it's that, it's not the I mean, when they're doing genetic research for cancer, we, we race for the cure. We have all these ribbons and all this stuff. The money goes to the – a lot of it goes to the salaries and all these people, and, and not all of it's going to research. But what does go to research, they take a, um, a healthy cell, they put it in a Petri dish, and they put a known carcinogen a, a carcinogen, a cancer-causing agent in the Petri dish, add the cell to it. The cell mutates to a cancer. They study the cell, and they wonder what they can do to stop that cell from mutating. So that they can come up with some type of a synthetic drug to sell you, so that you don't have to change your lifestyle. How about this? How about you don't put the cell into a carcinogenic environment so it doesn't mutate? How freaking hard is that to understand? Mm. And our our busy, stressed out, polluted, chemical uh, lifestyles with low nutrients are creating an in-hospital environment. And it's like it's like this ca- cancer causing petri dish. Change the petri dish, and you will change how your geni- how your how your genes will. Um, uh, uh, show themselves, right? Th- how, how they'll work. So you put them in a good environment, they'll stay healthy, they'll stay clean, you'll live a long time. You put your, you put your genes in a poor environment and they're going to express themselves in a negative fashion. You can develop cancer and Hashimoto's and gut disease and all these other problems that people have today. So it's really the environment. We have to really focus on the environment and realize that that's the answer. The
0: bioaccumulation you said earlier too that plays yeah, part? Yeah,
1: bioaccumulation of toxins. So People really need to Google this. Go type in umbilical cord and chemical. Those three words, umbilical cord and chemical, just to get an idea how polluted we are. Now, you'll see studies going back to 2005, Chris, that'll show that every single child being born, and these young mothers, supposedly the healthiest of all of us, they tested the umbilical cord blood for about 400 chemicals, and they found 250 of what they're looking for, about 71%. (laughs) 180 of these cause car- cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders, and so on and so forth, right? This is in young babies. They're already born polluted. And the older you are, the more time you've had to bioaccumulate these toxins. So where are they coming from? They're coming from the paint off-gassing in your house. They're coming from the glue in the particle board off-gassing in your house. They're coming from the carpet in your house. What? They're coming from— if you're wearing poly- polyester bras, lycra bras, polyester shirts, these are made with, they're from crude oil and they're made with 3000 chemicals and they're off gassing. Even after 1,000 washes, oh, your, a thousand washes, your Nike dry fit or your under armor is off gassing these estrogen mimicking chemicals into your bloodstream, right through your, your skin, skin. And they cause hormonal problems, breast cancers, prostate cancers, cyst development, and it's in the water. And pe- I tell people, don't take my word for it. Look no. at the, Look at the biologist studies. No. 1,500 miles into the interior, dude. Little two and two and a half inch fish have both male and female organs now. Why? Because of the plastics. These estrogen-mimic plastics are so wow. concentrated now in the water, right? And all the little amphibians and the creeks and the, and the fishies and the rivers and stuff are developing into hermaphrodites today. There really is gay frogs, like Alex Jones said. <laughs> that, is hap- that is happening right now because it's messing up our in- our hormonal balance. And then you have... Um, you know, jet fuel and automobile exhaust and rubber compounds Compound. off tires. You know, you buy new tires. Wh- Where did the rubber, rubber go? It, it, it's spinning at high speed. It goes up into the air and you breathe that shit in. All those microscopic no attach to your mucous membrane in the back of your throat and they go down into your digestive tract and then they bioaccumulate over time into your fat and your muscle tissue and your gut. And then over time, it builds up and then… It lowers your immune system. It's called a body burden. That's what the scientists and the doctors said. We have a body burden. Nobody's talking about this shit. So for me, my job is to bring awareness for people about this. Show them how to clean their air, clean their water, get clean food,
0: and learn how to get
1: that crap out of them. Mm. And we develop products to do that. We have products to make it easy, so you can do it in less than five minutes a day and get it all out.
0: Tim, uh, I'm definitely. This is definitely spooky. This is all this. Crazy. Down to the close. All right. Well,
1: it's spooky Halloween on
0: Chris ferris <laughs> um, Before we get out of here, though, Tim, one last thing I want to talk about and touch on is uh, COVID. COVID is the thing right now. How People are doing everything but taking care of their immune system. Uh, what, do you, what do you say about all this?
1: I think you should get outside and get vitamin D. Uh, sunshine will kill COVID in two minutes, um, so that's really important to know. Um, vitamin D is actually a hormone. You want to boost up your immune system. You want to have lots of leafy green vegetables. That's high in vitamin A. That's also antiviral. You want to get a lot of zinc. Um, that will actually stop the virus from replicating. And that's why, um, well, we'll get into it in a minute. But you guys have probably heard about hydroxychloroquine and zinc. And you know, hydroxychloroquine transports the zinc into the cell, and then the zinc stops the virus from replicating. That's how it works. So um, you know, it's it's all the same stuff. Clean up your gut. Um, purify your blood. And you know, again, we have products for this. J- drink, drink your green juices. Boost your immune system. Hang out with friends. Um, do not wear a mask.
0: Mm-mm. Um,
1: they they actually increase your chances of getting a, a virus by 13 times. They're nasty. And people don't understand like the what what is a virus? Well, it's really tiny. Like bacteria is about one fortieth the size of a hair follicle, so it's really small but viruses are way smaller. They're they're man- measured in like nanometers or something. It's mm-hmm. like really small. So a mask, a cloth mask is like a chain link fence and a virus is like a mosquito flying through a chain link fence. So when you cough, they just go whoosh, they go right through. Now some of them will attach to water droplets and stick to the mask and then you sit there and you keep breathing into that mask and you keep the mask moist and it becomes a breeding ground for viruses and then people touch the mask, they pick their nose and you know they don't wash the mask you know so you, you 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 turn this mask into it's a disgusting petri dish and your body is is um, also what's happening is you decrease your oxygen levels by 35% by wearing a mask what did we say earlier we're trying to increase your oxygen yeah. in your body to fight off viruses and bacteria mm. and mold and yeast funk so you're doing the exact opposite and when you look at air it's mostly nitrogen but it's about i think 20 20 21% oxygen okay and it's about point zero point 0, zero four or point zero zero point zero zero four um, percent uh, carbon dioxide so but when you breathe it back out it's only about 15 sixteen percent oxygen and it's like four percent it's four percent carbon dioxide so carbon dioxide goes up a hundred fold on the way out and you're rebreathing that now I think there's a lawsuit to be had um, because our governor Kate Brown here in Oregon um, has not have legislative power to get people to wear masks. So what she's doing is, is she's used the Oregon Liquor Control for all the restaurants and places like that, and the OSHA, um, which is a safety organization, to you know police business owners, and then the business owners basically police the the, the clients huh. coming in to make everybody wear a mask. I never, I hardly ever wear one. Like hardly ever, I I go into, nobody says anything. If yeah. they do, I just say I have a problem. I like oxygen. I like oxygen. So, <laughs> I like um, oxygen. <laughs> Yeah, I have a medical condition. I do. I have a medical condition because when I when my oxygen levels go down 35 percent and my carbon dioxide goes up, um, you know, hundred hundredfold, um, that's a problem for me. Okay, mm. that's a problem for everybody. People need to realize this. This is not mess around, play play playing game type stuff. So, <clears throat> OSHA says in their rules that you can't have over 2,000 parts per million of carbon dioxide into a work environment. Otherwise, they will shut you down. So that 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 uh, that office. That manufacturing facility, you get over 2,000 parts per million when they test of carbon dioxide. Boom, they're shutting you down. They got to go. Workers are got to go out of there. They have to leave. It's dangerous. Yet, after two breaths and a mask, you're over 2,000 parts per million. So they're actually enforcing something that goes against one of their own laws. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's going to be a lawsuit there. So, anyway, reality is is don't wear a mask. Do not buy into the fear. Um, everybody's going to get it. Okay, we have. Uh, it's a coronavirus. the common cold is a coronavirus. this is just another strain um, it was man- it was manufactured it's a man-made strain that's why it's got some HIV type stuff in it. I think it's called LIV or SIV um, and um, some people it affects uh, very drastically but most people it you know it's very mild some people don't even know they have it right So this big cold needs to just everybody needs to get it. And some people are gonna die, and that's what's gonna happen. Same thing with the flu. Every year this happens with the flu and people die of the cold and people die of pneumonias. These are viruses and and stuff like that. And um, you know, we just gotta get back to work. But what's happening is is the whole shutdown and all the fear is killing way more people than COVID's ever gonna do you know That's a fact. it shows in the United States they got like 200,000 deaths but the reality is is that there's only about less than 10% of those are actually from covid other ones had um, other factors like they were overweight, diabetes, they had late stage cancer, you know they're kind of out the door anyway, right? Mm-hmm. and this just <laughs> took them over the edge. But the fear is killing people. Yes, it, it is. really is cuz fear lowers the immune system. So don't live in fear. Um, and whatever they're telling you to do, usually in life, whatever the mainstream media and what, what most of the population is doing, do the exact opposite. And that's where success is. And that's the same thing with your health. So get outside, hang out with your friends. Don't wear a mask. Don't be bashful about it. Don't be a dick about it either. You don't want to cause problems, but I, you know, I, I just, I'm very polite and say, oh, you know, I have, I have a medical condition uh, when I wear the mask, so I can't do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know? And I I didn't lie. I have a medical condition when I wear the mask. I do. I have lowered oxygen and increased CO2 levels. And actually through the American uh, Disabilities Act, um, before pre-COVID, it says that you can't force somebody to wear a mask. If a business forces somebody to wear a mask, you can sue them for, for $70,000 for the first offense. And I think the second offense is like $135,000. So you are protected under the American Disabilities Act, and by law, you don't have to disclose your disease because that's protected by HIPAA, mm-hmm. which is a, um, a governing agency for you know for medical stuff. So there you have it. Um, and we have, nat- like I said, natural cures, vitamin D, Get outside, and get sun. Lots of green leafy vegetables. Drink, like eat lots of zinc. Mung beans are loaded with zinc. Um, smile a lot. Watch funny movies. And if you do get COVID, and you're and you want to heal naturally, and it's acute, like it's getting really bad, you can do high dose vitamin C IVs, and that knocks it out. We have proof here, May third, two thousand twenty. Dr. Ryan Pageant up in uh, Seattle. He was a forty four year old um, medical doctor. Got COVID, treating these elderly COVID patients, and he was. Not doing good. They put him on a ventilator, and then he went really downhill because those will kill you when you have that respiratory right. infection. It's stupid. We don't ventilators. Are the dumbest thing you could possibly do with somebody with COVID, and um, 88% chance to kill him. Um, and they put him on an immunosuppressant drug and what? High dose vitamin C IV, and he healed. Right. Right. Now that's the natural route. If you're freaked out and you don't think you can do the natural route, you can do hydroxychloroquine and zinc, like. All those doctors that spoke out on the Supreme Court House steps in Washington said they were using and he- healing people up into their 92, 92 year old. One lady had a client, no problem. Or Dr. Richard Bartlett down in Texas, who's using budicinide, which is a generic inhaler. It's like $200 over the counter. Your insurance will probably cover most of it. Right. And zinc, and you know, treatment for two, three, four, five days, and fine, you're good. You know, so if you're sick, stay home, quarantine. If you need to go out in public, yeah, you could wear a mask. You know, elderly people. What we really needed to use COVID as is a wake up call to boost our immune system, lose a few pounds, and and stop, um, you know, thinking that we can eat Funyuns and Red Bulls <laughs> yeah. and get away with it.
0: And it's funny too that Trump even said, "Go get some sun, go take some hydrochlorine, and then you know the Democrats are always gonna flip it and, you know, and then what do you yeah, think? What so you think about they're, they're, him getting uh, COVID?
1: Well, I'm I'm glad he did because. Um, it just goes to show that you know somebody in their seventies can get it, and they can come out. He's he's back on the campaign trail, kicking ass.
0: And the same people that that don't think COVID is that well, the pandemic is a conspiracy. They're like, oh, Trump doesn't have it, so it's a conspiracy when Trump has it, but it's not when he doesn't. I just it's just funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, it's just like quit buying if you're if if you're getting your information from MSNBC and CNN and ABC and NBC and the New York Times, and you're and you're listening to people like. Uh, richard mad cow then you're gonna have some problems <laughs> yes you're gonna you know you're they've it's 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 called you know repetition is the mother of skill i mean it's called divide and conquer and the big thing here is not people have to understand that they're they're trying to pit us against each other and they're doing a really good job amazing And this job. is this, this has been going on for a long time man we've got you know our college professors most of them are very liberal um they're morons. Okay. They're, the People in office are morons. Mm-hmm. We have to, The swamp is deep. We need good, decent, hardworking Americans to step up and run for city council. We need good lawyers to run for local DA races and replace these DAs. I mean, think about it. Somebody goes into your town and starts burning shit down. They get arrested, and then they're right back out on the street, and they're doing it again. But somebody that's conservative— does a peaceful protest gets in an altercation with one of those jackasses and they get arrested and they're prosecuted to the full extent of the law yeah it's just it's it's insanity
0: i, so. I, I decided to tap out you know out of all of that stuff because it's just that's not the reality i'm trying to create right now for myself
1: yeah so you want to think and vibrate into the good stuff but mm-hmm. you know i get it
0: now tim thank you so much uh if people want to actually listen to more of what you got to say and everything uh where can they find you at
1: uh, I have a podcast called the Health Hero Show. That's the Health Hero Show. It's on uh, most major platforms, and you can also find the link to our show also at our main website, where we where our products are and our coaching is. That's ChemicalFreeBody.com. That's ChemicalFreeBody.com, and we um, put together a 5% discount code for your listeners. Mm. They type in Chris Spiracy at checkout. Just all one word, Chris Spiracy. They get 5% off their <laughs> first order. And a lot of people always ask me, it's like, well, what do I get? Because you guys have a lot of products. Go to the products tab, click on the savings bundles, and then just pick. We have a jumpstart pack. Just kind of kick the tires on it, you know. And we have it all the way up to the total energy and detox bundle. That's the bundle that I personally take on a a monthly basis. And um, we also have auto ship if people want to save another 10%. And then there you go.
0: And you also offer – you teach how to do sprouted stuff too, or or you have classes? Yeah, on that? we
1: do that in our in our in our. I do that on private one on one coaching, oh, okay. and then also in our group coaching. So if people wanna have wanna you know get a free thirty minute consult, they can do that for private one on one coaching. And then I also we have a, We're we're running a big. Uh, we just kicked off a few months back. Um, private group coaching. And that's 197 a month, but right now it's 80% off for the first 300 people during our pre-launch. So the first 300 people are going to get grandfathered in at just 37 a month. I go live every Wednesday, Chris, and I do live Q and A with people, and it's a lot of fun. All these people come on, they ask questions, we have a good time. I usually, you know, play the guitar for a little bit while we're waiting for people to come on. I, I'm just I'm new at it, but I'm just showing people <laughs> yeah. do what you love. You know, who cares what everybody thinks? I mean, I'll make a bunch of mistakes. I don't care. I'm having a good time with people and everybody in the group is really good. So we have a really good community, you know, like Sam Tripoli and he's in the group. I love Sam, man. (laughs) You know, all those guys, um, I got to get them to show up more, but they're super busy. But, um, uh, and then we do, uh, coach Rebecca Wolf. She, she does daily blogs for the group, inspirational stuff, recipes, toxic free Tuesdays on that blog. Um, you also have a, a list of um, uh, all my manuals, my chemical free body shopping guide, the gut detox guide, my class notes to proper food combining, um, my bath recipes to heal, heal yourself. Uh, everybody should be taking baths, man. I got some badass bath recipes. Um, I got stop smoking protocols. All that stuff uh. is full access for people. Um, I also have another list in there, my resource guide, where to get the grounding mats, where to get the sprouted nut butters, where to get you know, the best saunas, where to get the best water systems. All that stuff is in there in group coaching it's a it's a pretty cool program that we put together and i'm sold i'm
0: oh, sold
1: yeah dude it's like a no-brainer <laughs> dude it's like and i told people like look dude kick the tires on this shit for 37 bucks for one month yeah download all the manuals there's 1500 for this stuff all the links and if you don't like it bounce and keep it all i don't care mm. you know i'm trying to create a, a, a so much value that nobody would ever want to leave
0: yeah you know Damn, Tim. We definitely got spooky. And, man, hopefully you guys that are listening can uh, adjust your diets and your living situations because it does matter. We need everybody vibrating at a high level, especially with these times. I think who knows if it gets darker or not, but we just need more people vibrating and healthy and strong. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Tim. I appreciate you.
1: Chris, thanks for having me on. Everybody out there, put yourself first, and uh, hopefully I'll see you again
0: real soon. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely be hit contacted, contacting you, too, about my dad and everything, so I'll stay in touch. Cool, brother. All right, thank you, man. Have a nice day. And there you guys have it. Yo, you got to start caring about your avatar, man. Start caring about what you put into your body. I know we're young. And you can eat like crazy right now. You can eat all this junk. And then you'd be like, "Oh, see, I'm not. Nothing's happening. I've been doing this for the last five years, seven years, and I'm not sick yet. I haven't got no. Con- Yo, just wait till you hit your 40s and 50s. And even though you you guys might have some examples of family members that are older that are not going through all this stuff that I don't have all that don't have diseases or nothing like that, you should still be conscious of it, especially black and brown communities where we have a high percentage of diabetes, high percentage of of high blood pressure, cancer." Do just doing something simple as as filtering your water. You know, people wake up, go because I know we're on a go all the time, guys. I understand that people wake up, we're we're moving, we're going to work and all that. So I understand that we don't have time to do a lot of this juicing, a lot of this growing our food. I understand that. But then you have people like Tim, right? That's offering services that really put their whole time into it. They put they put they, they're so knowledgeable about all this stuff. They've done the work already. They are their exam they're their example. They are the example. If I don't want to get to that point where I have to see a hospital bed, none of us should. We should wanna, like he said, we should keep elevating mankind. We're digressing. We need to be progressing as uh, as humanity. I know it's scary, guy. Like the, all that shit he was saying, even down to the clothes that can affect the 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 baby. And the, it's just it's so much shit. It's so much shit. But. You guys, if you're listening to this right now, I appreciate you. And I want you guys to start caring about your body and about your health, about your avatar. Keep a clean avatar, especially in these dark times. Things might be getting darker. We're going to need strong people. We're going to need an army. We're going to need people that are vibrating at a high level. We can't let COVID just, you know, dismantle you. You can't let that shit just get you. Start caring about your avatar. Maintain a clean avatar. Right now, you're young. It's going to benefit in the long run, I promise you. And it doesn't have to be boring. Like, if you guys think, like, mainstream media has convinced you guys that eating healthy and all this shit is boring and it's all, you only eat salads. No, there's a lot of different things you can do. The earth provides everything for us. Every little single thing for us. Pachamama got us, dog. Care about your avatar. Stop buying bullshit supplements. Stop buying bullshit protein shakes. You don't need all that shit. Find people that are actually doing the work, and that are trying to help people, that are trying to spread this knowledge. And like he said, if you guys are interested in any of this stuff, yo, 5% off your total. Go to my, uh, chemicalfreebody.com. Go to Tim James' uh, Instagram, Twitter, website. And go get your supplements The real or, real supplements like he was saying Not no organic label supplements I'm sold guys, I don't know about y'all but I'm sold And I'm joining that group message I need all that information man Because me personally, I get lazy when, when it comes to doing certain research But I have someone that's really passionate about Giving you all this information and knowledge To apply to your lifestyle, to change your life To keep you living longer I'm going to listen But that's just me I hope you guys have a nice day. Thank you guys for listening. I see y'all next week. Chris Bearsey. From the very beginnings of unrecorded time, men have reached for substances in the world
1: around them that would alter, extend, and materially change their perception of reality.